0: Well, somebody stop me,
1: Mummy. Um, whenever you're ready, Tess.
0: Hello, you're welcome to... What? <laughs> For Out of practice,
1: isn't it? That's hello, what's, you're what's listening... <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of... I'm fucking Hello, you are that.
0: welcome to... I'm fucking deleting that shit. Um, hello, you're welcome to listen to our new podcast, Weird Tales and the Unexplainable. Um, <laughs> I'm your new host, It's <laughs> Beautiful. No. Hello... You're listening to Weird Tales and The Unexplainable, again, don't know why, but uh, you are. Welcome back. Um, I'm going to be hosting this one. My name's Tiss, if you didn't know, uh, and co-hosting with me, as always, if you didn't know. Introduce yourself, boys.
1: Hi, my name is Bob Shoy, in case you didn't know, and I'll be co-hosting on this episode.
0: In case you didn't know.
2: And I'm, I'm Beef. In case you didn't know, and um, welcome to our our new show. Nice. I don't know why you're here. <laughs> and and in case you didn't know,
1: you didn't know.
0: In case you didn't know, <laughs> you didn't know we're
1: uh... such a stupid expression.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just in case you didn't it's,
2: know, it sounds like the sort of I just thought I'd try something Passive aggressive argument.
1: Yeah, it's a very like aggressive way to start the show. In case you didn't know, (laughs) fucking dickhead.
0: Yeah, in case you fucking didn't know, you absolute. After 150 episodes, 100 and what episodes? What we on? 180.
1: This is episode 187.
0: Yeah, so you should know by now. But just if you don't, yeah, this is who we are. Yeah, starting with a bit of aggression.
1: And if it's your first episode, go back to the start.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wow, so aggressive. And if it's your second episode, also go back to the start. And if it's your third, then whatever. You're obviously freestyling it.
1: And if it's a hundred and eighty second episode, go and fill in the last ones you haven't heard.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, um where are we at? We're on our third episode now of Indiana Jones uh series. Yes. Yeah.
1: There would have been a little something between this one and the last one because um I put out Um, an episode of stuff I recorded in New Orleans.
0: Nice. New
1: Orleans. Um, Talking about ghosts and voodoo and things that happened to me there. I nearly fainted when I was there, guys. Uh, On a ghost tour, I got overcome by a spirit and nearly fainted. Um, No. I did some voodoo ritual stuff with a priest. Um, I had a wild time. It was really crazy and really fun. And then I went to Florida and got stuck in a hurricane. Um, But... I'm here. That's
0: because you did, did voodoo stuff. Do you know what, Bob? Maybe. You guys,
2: you guys got stuck in the hurricane because you did
0: voodoo. Do you know what, Bob, actually? You remind me of the babe. The babe? Yeah. The babe with the power. Babe Ruth. The power of voodoo. Who do? You do. Do what? Remind me of the babe. <laughs> yeah. For his sake. On, Thanks. It, on it with that.
2: <laughs> Wait but a minute, If you know, so you, you know. You... You... you you were overcome by a ghost. I thought you didn't believe in ghosts. I,
1: well, I don't know what happened, but I was on a ghost walk. Um, listeners would have already heard this. Uh, uh-huh. but I was on a ghost walk and I was feeling fine. I had been, I'd ate loads of food. I had a big fried oyster po' boy and uh, l- drank loads of beer. Had a nap and then I went on a ghost walk that night. So this was all afternoon and I went on a ghost walk that night. And I was fine. Uh, I was feeling breezy. I was wearing a pair of light trousers, light shirt. Um, perfectly satiated, not drunk anymore. And then halfway through the tour we went past this like really notorious house, and he was telling the stories from it, and halfway through I just it was like I suddenly went absolutely cold, absolutely stone cold, cold sweat dripped from like every pore of my body, like I was slick with liquid in a space of about ten seconds. And then I was like frantically looking around like I was gonna throw up somewhere because I felt all I like faint or something, just like, what the fuck? And then had to like, basically just collapsed onto the floor and like sat on the curb and um, listened to the rest of the story. And then at the end of the story, he didn't notice any of this has happened to me because it was quite a big group. Uh, but Becca was really worried and she's like, oh, do you want to go? Do you want to go? I was like, no, no, I'm fine. I just need to recover. I felt fine as soon as we went past the house. And he said... Afterwards, not because he knew I'd fainted, he didn't know, but he said, um, oh, I have lots of stories of people feeling faint when they go past this house.
2: Uh, Yeah, so there we go. Wow. So now you believe in ghosts?
1: No, I think it was just a disgusting story. Uh, It made me feel faint. hmm. Because it wasn't really a ghost story, it was about a woman who tortured her slaves and it really made me feel sick.
2: Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah, I didn't like it. Wow. Hmm. Bob is a believer, I knew it would happen. Where
0: was this, in New Orleans?
2: Yeah. Was it hot? Nick Cage bought that house. (laughs) Did he? Yeah, it was
1: fucking hot, yeah, it was really hot.
2: Maybe that was it.
1: But it was an evening, it wasn't like the hottest I've ever been, like there was much, it was way hotter in the days.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it sounds horrible.
1: Yeah, anyway, so that happened, and then I did voodoo stuff, and yeah, uh, it was good fun. And then, like I said, I went to Florida, Hurricane Ian hit when I was there. Good fun, no power, all that stuff. Good, I survived the hurricane, and now I'm back in the UK, and now I'm back to my studies. They fucking suck. And Tis, we're going to talk about um, the Holy Grail.
0: Yeah, spoiler. Yeah, we are. <laughs> spoiler alert. Um, I think I think the listeners know we're talking about the Holy Grail. <laughs> so I'll start like I start every episode and ask you guys, what do you know about the Grail?
2: Um, go on, Beef. You go first. It's just made up, isn't it? Is it? Is it? Yeah. Oh, probably. You don't believe it's real? No, I don't think so.
1: Oh, shit. It's the cup from the Last Supper, innit? No. Nah. Oh. I think it's not a believer. It, it's the cup that... It, it is the cup that held the blood of Jesus Christ. It was trusted to Joseph of uh, Ar- Arimathea. Okay. Um, it caught Jesus Christ's blood at the Last Supper. Jesus bled into it at the Last Supper. Yeah. And
2: um, well, he he used wine, didn't he? It wasn't his actual blood.
1: Well, I don't, I well, I don't know. I don't, I don't. Well he
0: bled? He bled no. wine at the crucifix. No, oh. no, at the Last Supper. <laughs> no, at the Last Supper. No wonder they kept him up there for so long. They were bleeding him dry.
2: <laughs> no, no, it was it was just wine. It was just just wine because they were having dinner. He didn't. He didn't bleed into the cup, but, and then but
0: didn't. Yeah, didn't Joseph hold it underneath him when he was dying?
2: No. Um. When he was dying, he said he was thirsty, so he was like offered a drink on like they kind of like held a cup up on a big stick and yeah tries <laughs> to give him a drink. <laughs> <laughs> like a big, big, big stick. selfie stick. It's a, but <laughs> it's like too little, too late by then because he's. Dying a really horrible death. but Yeah, it's, yeah. it's,
1: pretty, it's a pretty gruesome scene. A, a sip of water is the least of his problems.
0: You could say it's like locking the stable doors after the horse has bolted. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, no, I'll tell you what, right? It, the thing with the Holy Grail is that um, no one, like, none of my Christian friends care about it or even think about it. It just doesn't. Interesting. Mm. it just doesn't and actually it's anything like that isn't really i don't know we just don't seem to really be that bothered
1: what about the shroud of turin is that real in your eyes or is that another is that in the same category
2: um i just think i think what it is is these these things are much harder to to prove rather than so. like there's a there's a documentary i watched sorry wait that's a complete lie i haven't watched have i watched it Rachel watched it and I think I watched a bit of it with her about um Jesus' tomb. Right. Um and you can go and visit. You can still go and visit his tomb. And we know it's his tomb because it describes, in you know, in the Bible it describes where it was and it describes that it was Joseph's tomb. Oh. So, so it's it like considered to tomb.
1: actually be the real tomb. It's not just like people say it is.
2: Yeah, no, it's that's that's the real that's the real deal. Right. So geographical cool. things like that. And that's why, you know, the tours are really popular. So you can go to Bethlehem and Yeah, yeah. Um, all the stuff around Jerusalem, like they those those locations are still, you know, as they were in the well, not as they were in the Bible, but it's not it's like the Bible describes where those places were.
1: They exist and they are described in the Bible, they're geographically yeah. accurate. And if right. you,
2: you can go to Golgotha, which is where Jesus went to before he was um ar- arrested, and You know, you can look at the Bible, you can read it and be like, yep, this is this is as it's described. This is exactly what I'm looking at now. But I think those kinds of things and the shroud and the, you know, the the cup, like uh, how could you possibly begin? I don't. It's just. Yeah, you probably would have a tough job of convincing people that that was the real deal.
0: I think the most miraculous thing about the Holy Grail is how they kept the wine in it. Do you know what I mean? Ho- it's all holy.
3: <laughs> what the hell?
0: Oh, I, do you know? I knew that I didn't know where it was, was coming. Going with that,
1: And it was too <laughs> obvious that my brain didn't accept it.
0: Yeah. I, I threw it out. I was I like, really he's not going to go I thought he going to say
1: something intelligent.
2: No. Yeah, I thought he was going go case, something else. That is never the case, ever. No. Um, I don't know why we were expecting any different. No. Um, no, I don't know. It's funny. Like, I, I. Do you know what I think it is? I think it's like christians have this stupid annoying habit of getting offended at stuff that's just ridiculous so i think when dan brown wrote um that book that
1: da vinci code
2: that's it so he wrote the da vinci code and angels and demons and you know loads of christians totally lost it and just it was you know do you remember? i think there's an episode of the office where angela talks about it Oh, that's it. Yeah. And there's the fire, and she's like, "I would, I would take the Da Vinci Code so I could burn the Da Vinci Code." Yes. <laughs> and Dwight goes, "Well done. That would keep you warm for all of seven seconds." And it's like, <laughs> like that. I for me, that totally, totally frames perfectly how stupid Christians can be about these sorts of. It's like it's just a book, and all right. of a sudden people were losing their minds about the Holy Grail and um you know jesus you know having relationships and all this it's like it's it's just a book guys calm down um so yeah maybe that's why it probably in all that stuff it doesn't annoy me i just don't really pay much attention to it because of how people behaved at the time
1: was joseph of arimathea at the
2: last supper uh no i think you're i think the guy you're talking that's i think he's a like a theologian like a first century theologian
1: I'm I'm just
2: quoting the Last Crusade. In the yeah. film
1: In the film uh,
2: This is why it would say, have helped for me to watch the film again. They say um,
1: that the cup they said the cup holds the blood of Jesus Christ. He was trusted yeah. to Joseph of Arimathea. Oh, so he wasn't at the last supper he was trusted to him. It caught Christ's blood. Yeah. That's the only notes I wrote from there's like a big long speech where they explain it near the beginning.
2: No, that's just fiction. This might interest you.
3: Well, it's sandstone, Christian symbol, early Latin text, mid-12th century, I should think. That was our assessment as well. Where'd this come from? My engineers unearthed it in the mountain region, north of Ankara, while excavating the copper. Can you translate the inscription? Quisquis bibit aquam, who drinks the water I shall give him, says the Lord. will have a spring inside him welling up for eternal life. Let them bring me to your holy mountain, in the place where you dwell, across the desert and through the mountain, to the canyon of the crescent moon, to the temple where the cup that... Where the cup that holds the blood of Jesus Christ resides forever. The holy grail dr jones the chalice used by christ during the last supper the cup that caught his blood at the crucifixion and was entrusted to joseph of arimathea the arthur legend i've heard this
0: bedtime story before eternal life dr jones the gift of youth to whoever drinks from the grail (laughs) and if i was to add to that joseph Joseph of Arimathea was also like a rich aristocrat at the time and he had offered oh. Jesus his tomb for when he died. He had like a tomb. I guess they were quite pricey and he was like, "Oh, you can have mine cuz you are sound." Do you know what I mean? Like.
1: Oh, interesting. Also, he'd trusted him with a cup that could grant eternal life potentially.
2: Yeah. So the yeah, yeah, the tomb, the tomb, that's all accurate. The other stuff is is I think I think fictional. Did he u- did he use his tomb? Uh yes, yeah, so that's Joseph. That's that's the tomb. Oh. That's Joseph's tomb. So that's all stuff coming is, full
0: circle. Um is that the one where he no, that's Lazarus, isn't it? The one he pushed the stone away and jumped out. Like a mummy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like a mummy, yeah. Um Who's covered <laughs> in like rags, Bob, just for context. I know you're not up on the Bible stories. <laughs> Thanks for clearing that up. Yeah. Thanks, thanks, Tis. Um I wouldn't have known yeah. what you're talking about if you didn't tell me. I had rags on. this picture that was it. from the same book as Herod's little um, little nipple hat. <laughs> Herod's it was actually hat. was from the same book. Same book, yeah. I'd fucking love to find that book again. I tell you that.
1: Hang on a sec. So this is Tiss's Bible stories. So Lazarus is in the Bible.
3: Tiss's Bible
2: stories. Tis yeah. Yeah. So Lazarus was like Jesus's friend who yeah. died.
1: I thought Lazarus was like a Greek tale.
2: They were, they were tight. They were tight. Yeah, right. they were tight. Like Tear says, Jesus and Lazarus were tight. He bought him a few pints, and you know. Um,
1: so what, what does that, what did Lazarus do in relation to Jesus? Who was he? Uh,
2: it, we don't know too much about Lazarus. So all we know is that you know Jesus considered him a friend, right? Um, and so they were tight. So as far as I tight, know, he was Tis that said. Lazarus
0: bloke down the pub. That's how Jesus referred to him in terms of yeah, them, sure. that Lazarus dude. yeah.
2: What are the rags about? Just that they'd obviously wrap they'd wrap the body. Um is that like what a mummy L- Lazarus like a mummy. Lazarus used to go
0: to the pub and sell the pirate scrolls the pirated scrolls. Uh
2: yeah <laughs> at the time. Um <laughs> No, the so yeah, the the only thing you'd find about Lazarus really um in the Gospels is um, so he he died, and he's one of the people that Jesus resurrected, right? Um, so resurrected he'd been, him. So he, but yeah, he yeah. So he brought him back to life, and he'd been he'd been dead for. Didn't he bring him um, back to life on the days. first day? But then n- nothing happened. No, not three days. I think it was longer.
0: Didn't, Sorry, di- didn't they? Didn't he go to bring him back to life, and then nothing happened? And then they went. oh, okay, it's not happened. And then they walked away, and then they come back the next day, and the stone had been moved. Was that?
2: That's Jesus.
1: Ah. That's what I was going to say. I thought that was Jesus. That's why I was getting confused about the stone being moved and a mummy popping out.
2: No, Lazarus. um, It's. I think it's Lazarus's like family and close, like close relatives, ask Jesus to. You know, they tell later they actually they don't they don't uh, they don't ask him to do anything. (laughs) They just tell him that he's died. Um,
1: And Jesus goes, "We'll see about that."
2: yeah basically he just says um and i think it's something like um he just calls lazarus's name outside his tomb and he walks out all stinky and like i don't know after someone's been dead for a few days that would be pretty stinky wouldn't
1: it oh and then he's just alive
2: again or does he die again yeah no he's alive. yeah 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 so yeah so he just carries on and that's the end of that chapter (laughs) <laughs> yes, there's a few there are there are a few people there's a few accounts of Jesus bringing people back to life, yeah. I didn't know. Um, he one did of it. which was Lazarus. I thought yeah. he just
1: brought himself back to life.
2: Yeah, no, there's a I uh there's not too many, maybe like oh gosh, three or four accounts I think in like the Gospels of Jesus doing it's mostly it's not like he just goes around a graveyard bringing people back from fifty years ago. Yeah. It's... He's
1: on his way back from the pub, showing off yeah. with his mates. <laughs> Wait, watch this one?
2: <laughs> yeah, no, it's like um, so. There's another. There's a girl that that dies, and she, but she's like just died. Mary Magdalene? No, not Mary Magdalene. No, <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a guy called Jairus, and it's it's his daughter. All we, all the Bible tells us is his, his his daughter. There's no name. Um, but yeah, yeah. So back back to um. Back to <laughs> the, the Holy, Holy Grail. Grail.
1: I, tried, I was trying to like retrace the steps as well. Anyway, so beef, you're not convinced of the existence of the Holy Grail.
2: No, I just I think
0: it's um What part though? Because he surely drunk out of a cup. He drank out of a cup at the exactly, last supper. Yeah, there course, were cups. Yeah.
1: There were cups at the Last Supper, you can't deny that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and absolutely. There wasn't just a trough. Are you saying they just washed it up and it went back in the common lot?
2: My my knowledge of it all is is very poor. Um, right, Jesus turned water into wine, yeah? Yeah.
1: That was a different time. Yeah. But at the Last Supper, who's to say he didn't turn wine into blood? And he says, yeah. this is my blood. And then people say, wine is the blood of Christ. And that's what they mean when they say that it caught his blood at the Last Supper. Yeah. No. Am I mixing too many different elements up into Well, no, I, I read... Yeah, I read
0: a little that, bit. I read that bit. he did take... The, they did take the cup to the crucifixion and caught his blood in the cup. That's what I read. I wouldn't follow the film.
1: What, so there's not a 700-year-old knight?
0: Sean Connery's not an actual historian, you do know that. (laughs) (laughs) He's not not an actual historian, you know. Do you like that Henry and Henry both fuck the same woman in that film? What, sorry, who's Henry? His dad. Oh, who's the other Henry? Wait, they're both called Indiana? Henry, Indiana? Yeah, no, they're both called Henry. What's the Indiana from, then?
1: He's just the name of his dog. It's literally the last line of the film. Oh, shit. Wait, what? His name's Junior. He calls him Henry Junior all the way through. Oh. Um, oh. It turns out that Indiana was just a name he made up when he left home, and it was actually named after his childhood dog.
0: Right. I, I I missed that bit. Oh, I do you know, I completely forgot about that.
3: You know, sharing your adventures is an interesting experience. It's not always shared. It's disgraceful. You're old enough to be your... F- her, her grandfather. I'm as human as the next man. I
2: was the next man. <laughs> <laughs> Ships that pass in the night.
1: They, But they both fuck the same woman. They both fuck Elsa, don't they? Yeah. And, Sorry, make love to Elsa.
0: And she was a Nazi. You have to make it so crass and... Yeah. I, I found it a bit <laughs> horrible the way... The way the coitus happened. It just uh The way he like
1: grabs her head and yeah. just pushes his face
0: into it. <laughs> yeah. But then she does the same thing back to him. Yeah, but that doesn't excuse it. That no, but that's that's a male writing a film about it. That's not an actual woman doing it.
1: It was very James Bond. That bit's yeah, it's exactly it how Bond does it. Just like push your face into the woman's face yeah. until you merge. And then like a social yeah.
0: reinforcing of like that's what you're supposed to do because it you know, it garnered results.
1: It worked for Indy.
3: What do you think is going on here? Since I met you, I've nearly been incinerated, drowned, shot at, and chopped into fish bait. We're caught in the middle of something sinister here. My guess is dad found out more than he was looking for. And until I'm sure, I'm going to continue to do things the way I think they should be done. How dare you kiss me? Leave me alone. I don't like fast women. And I hate arrogant men.
2: Oh, is that is that why it happens in this film? Because Sean Connery's in it and he was James Bond. Well, you don't see Sean Connery.
1: Have sex? No, with thank Elsa. God, that'd be absolutely you see, revolting. You, it's implied that uh, that um, Indy does it, <laughs> and then later on, um, his dad makes a comment about her talking in her sleep, and then Indy's like, "Like, oh, I know what he's been doing." <laughs> yes, they're yeah. necking. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, they're all they're all a bit they're all a bit um rapey. Those films. Indy's aren't they?
1: always shagging girls, aren't he?
2: But it's not it's not just Indy. It's like you say. It's the James Bond is.
1: It, Bond is the worst. Well, we, we talked about this in the last episode. We spent about 20 minutes talking about Did James we? Bond. Yes.
2: So predictable. <laughs> about how
1: Roger Moore was the worst
2: one. Yeah, he was filth. He was, yeah, outrageous. Anyway, bring us back to this. Yeah,
0: the film was quite outrageous. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, sorry, where were we? We were talking about the film. We were talking about...
1: We were just talking about the Holy Grail.
0: Oh, yeah, the Holy Grail. Yeah, okay, so yeah. What, um, what it is. Joseph of Amaranth, or what his name was? Joseph? Aramatha, Ar- Aramatha. 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 Yeah, that's it, yeah. So that was the story. That's one of the stories, one of the many. There's so many different stories about the Holy Grail. I suppose that's the origin story of the Holy Grail. Right. There's a few other ones that I've researched, um, almost like I knew we were going to be talking about it today um so i've got
1: well in the in the film it's um i mean stop me if you're going to go into any of these if any of this but in the film it's in the canyon of the crescent moon i think that's just made up right that's not doesn't show up (laughs) The
0: canyon of the crescent moon (laughs) it's not real right is that like a play-doh sponsored uh, canyon (laughs)
1: Well, that's where they follow on the map, isn't it? The Canyon of the Crescent Moon. Yeah. But actually, it's Petra in Jordan is the actual... Jordan. Pe- Jordan. Well, in the film, I don't know where they filmed it. Oh, no, sorry, I know where they filmed it. It's Petra in Jordan, very famous. But in the film, isn't it supposed to be like Morocco or something?
0: Yeah, not too sure on that one. Yeah, I don't
1: think... Because they... they talk about heading off from uh Alexandria. Yeah. I can't remember. I watched it last night and I already can't remember. <laughs>
2: A really forgetful movie, yeah, big time. But
1: I think all that is all that isn't real. There's not a knight that's been alive for seven hundred years guarding it. Well,
0: oh well. All right. Hello, here we go. I
1: guess I'll shut my trap.
0: Yeah, maybe we've got him on the podcast or them. <laughs> um. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I guess we could talk about uh, to begin with the Nazis. And their link to the Holy Grail, because there was an actual expedition for the Holy Grail by the Nazis.
1: Can t- t- I ask you? Did you watch that documentary I mentioned? I did. <laughs> so did I.
0: So did I. Amazing. <laughs> well, there you go. We can both bounce off each other because uh, I'm sure there's bits We're that I'll talk forget. We're to about Otto Rahn. Otto run Yes.
1: Mate, beef. This is this. This blew my mind. This. The stuff in this document, By the way, for listeners... The,
2: Is this on... It's
1: on Amazon Prime. The documentary was called The Nazis' Quest for the Holy Grail.
0: Yeah. Oh. And this was all based... It's nuts. In the... This was all based in Heinrich Himmler's sort of, like, plan to sort of create a new Germanic race... Or Germanic religion, sorry. Yeah.
1: Well, he was looking for the history of the origins of the Aryan race. He was like, the Aryans are a race... Not that we've ever found any actual origin for the Aryan race and so now I'm going to find it and we're going to yeah. create a religion based on that. Yeah. And in doing so, he was looking for
0: any, anything. Any artifacts, powerful religious artifacts that they could have in their possession which would give them this divine right to a religion, I guess. And I guess it would galvanize the population.
1: Yeah, that as well. But B, if I shit you not, One of these expeditions was him looking for Atlantis because that's where he believed the Aryans came from.
2: Oh, for goodness sake. It's mad. They were loony, weren't they? Like proper loony. They were well into the occult, for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, big time.
1: It's mad because the documentary goes into very dark places, obviously talking about the Holocaust and stuff because that was Himmler's baby. But you're like, the same guy who's looking for Atlantis is also like running these camps. Yeah. Does this not show you that he's got a screw loose? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It was, he's fucking mad, that guy.
0: What's more mad? Yeah, I, he was. Yeah. They're both pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, let's talk
1: about Otto Ran then, Tess. Yeah, Otto, Otto Ran.
0: Ron. At Iran. Otto Ron. Otto uh was uh, this dude who wrote a book. I think the book, if I'm right, it documents where he believes the Grail ended up. And I'm trying to remember yeah. where it was. It was this palace... The book was called "The Crusade Against the Grail, yeah, and it was the Kafars um, it was in
1: Spain, I think it was in Spain yeah,
0: there was a, uh, a a lot a lot of a race, I guess he referred to them as as the Kafars. The thing is, the book that he brought out yes. subsequently was with himmler's help, and it was talking a lot about race racial stuff, you know, like the Kafars became that last Aryan Germanic sort of religion race. So I've I've got I found it here the way he thought
1: it was was Andorra. Andorra, yeah. Mm. And it was in this castle which was high up and had was like impregnable. He had basically searched the texts of Parseval, which talk about the the quests for the Holy Grail and King Arthur and all that stuff and 100% believed that those texts gave a clue to where the Holy Grail's final resting place was. And that the Cathars you mentioned were the legendary keepers of the Grail and they had hidden it during their final um, crusade at this palace. And he was looking for this palace that the Cathars, and he believed it to be in Andorra. And that's where he believed the Holy Grail still was.
0: Yeah. Mm, okay. And he traveled around on Nazi dollar.
1: Because the description of this fortress matched the texts. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, here we go, it was the uh, Montsegur.
0: Montsegur, yeah.
1: Yeah, months ago, the location of the Cathars' last stand. They, they, their last stand was against this crusade that the Pope had ordered against them for heresy for claiming they had the Grail or something like that.
0: Yeah, and uh, yeah, he travelled around on
2: Nazi dime. This is bonk. This is all bonkers. This stuff.
1: Well, Him- Himmler read that. Not many people read that book that he wrote, but Himmler read it and thought it was brilliant and was like, "I'm going to pay you to carry on your quest."
2: Yeah, this is just. It's just nuts.
1: It sounds made up, doesn't it?
2: Yeah, it does. Yeah. Wow. Um,
0: yeah. Spoiler alert. Didn't find it in the end. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and plot twist. Um, Otto Rahn was, one, homosexual. So not, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the Nazis weren't his biggest fan. And also Jewish by his grandmother's <laughs> side, I think. it was His, his mum was a Jew. His mum was Ouch. a Jew. Wow. Well, yeah. So yeah. double whammy. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I think he ended his own double life. Double whammy. He uh, <laughs> he fled, and uh, I think it was some. of his, He took took drugs and sat under a tree, right, and just froze to death.
1: He um. Well, what he when Himmler employed him, he said, "We'll give you a thousand Reich marks a month to continue your quest." And he gave up looking at these tunnels. He, he searched these tunnels of Andorra for, for ages. And then he went through Portugal, Scotland, Iceland. He wrote that second book he talked about, which is called Lucifer's Court. And that was all about documenting his journeys, but also a lot of pro-Nazism stuff. Because Himmler had said, we're going to pay you, but you have to join the SS. Yeah. Um, then when they found out he was gay and a Jew, and also his quest wasn't turning up any fruit, they... S- uh, stationed him at one of the concentration camps, which he found so abhorrent. Eventually, he resigned, and fled to the Austrian Alps. Which is, yeah, that's where he he basically fled into the Alps, popped a load of sleeping pills, and like sat down under a tree until he froze
2: to death. Yeah, wow, that's that is very depressing. It's mad, isn't it? Yeah, but like that. Can you imagine that that you're you're hunting for these artifacts. That's that's your job. It's uh, that's what you just love it. You love looking for artifacts. And then Himmler comes to you and he's like, "Right, you're going to do it for me." I mean, it would hmm. it would put a, a sour twist on it. You wouldn't want to do it anymore, would you? It would just ruin. It would ruin your hobby.
1: Well, I think he actually thought Himmler was quite cool to begin with. Do you think? <laughs> I think a lot of people thought Himmler was quite cool to begin with, and then you see. Because all the on all, all the camps wasn't that like Himmler's did idea? They, was it? Did they did
2: it uh hang on I have the perfect person sat directly behind me. Rachel. The concentration camps. Mm-hmm. Was that Himmler's idea? Was was that like his baby? Himmler. Mm.
3: What? To have concentration camps or the idea of
2: concentration camps? Uh the first concentration camps were British in the Boer War. Yeah, but in the like the, the
1: whole idea of the final solution, as they called it.
2: Yeah, the whole the idea of the final solution. Whose idea was that? Um, it's it's um, Heydrich idea, Reynold Hydrick. Reynold At the, the conference, was his idea right? Um, he was another fucker. They had the Madagascar plan before that. The sorry, they had the Madagascar plan before. There was the Madagascar plan before that. <laughs> Fucking hell. To ship all Jewish people to Madagascar and let them die on Madagascar. Did you hear that? No. So the Madagascan plan was to um, ship all the Jews to Madagascar and just let them die in Madagascar.
1: Fucking hell. You know, that
2: would have been better. Probably would have been better, yeah. Um, yeah, but so Rachel reminded me that... Not better um, because
1: they would have died, by oh. the way, on. <laughs> No, I'm not, I'm not an anti-Semite. What I mean is, they no, at least had no, a no chance. You, we yeah. know what you mean. Yeah, we know what you mean. Yeah, good.
2: Um No, you're not advocating for the final no. solution. No, oh,
1: God, no, no, please. <laughs> Weird Tales is cancelled. <laughs> so, no, cancel. it's like the worst atrocity ever.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, so yeah, Rachel just reminded me though that it was the British that used um, concentration camps before Nazis. Good old Brits. Um, we we used them in the Boer War.
1: Oh, of course. That's,
2: was that uh, against India? That's nice, isn't it?
1: The Boer War was in South Africa, wasn't it?
2: Oh, yes, South
0: Africa.
1: Wow. So I got double
0: heritage on that one, guys. Well, Eng- England have done a fucking lot of shit.
2: But would you? This is this is my question. Wouldn't if say you were this? What was this chap's name? The artifact man, Otto Rahn. Otto Rahn. If you're Otto Rahn, you know. Did, did he really think that Himmler was cool? Or was it like the alternative to not thinking he's cool is that he might put me in a concentration camp?
1: To be honest, I don't think he knew about the concentration camps when he was approached by Himmler. Like when
2: you get a bully, like a bully at school and you have to just like, pretend that you like them because otherwise they're going to pick on you.
1: I think that book he wrote, the, um, what was it called again? The one about the Holy Grail, his theories about it. The Crusade Against the Grail. I think, because he didn't sell that well. I think he was just like pumped that someone approached him who had read it because Himmler was just like, "Hey, big fan, um, <laughs> sign my copy, and I want to pay for you to continue your research that you ran out of money on." I think he was just like pumped that someone yeah, had paid attention to him and was going to fund him.
2: I think he—I don't think he knew about the camps and stuff to begin he with. He went back and t- he went back and told his mum. You can imagine it, mum, mum. Someone's read my book. <laughs> oh, that's 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 nice. Who is it, dear? It doesn't really matter who who it is, just someone's read my book and they really liked it and they're gonna they're gonna pay me to that's really nice. Who who's gonna who where's this money coming from there? Like I say, it doesn't matter. You don't need to know who it is, <laughs> just um someone's <laughs> taken an interest. Your boys
1: made it, Ma. Let's see. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's pretty cool. It's a cool story. I didn't I, I really didn't I knew none of that. That's very no. cool. That was all new to me last night. We're gonna have to watch it on Prime. That sounds good.
1: It's only forty-five minutes long. It's a quick little doc, and it's um, perfect. It covers them looking for Atlantis and going to find the lost Aryan nation in Tibet. (laughs) um, Tibet for the great, yeah. Like I say, these fuckers were nuts. (laughs)
2: Why did they think it would be in Tibet?
1: Because it was hard to get to, pretty much there for goodness. But you pretty much like no German expedition had ever survived the journey there. So they were just like, We'll just send some people like there must be something hidden. There. It's probably where we're from.
2: My days. can you imagine it? I wouldn't to bet on it. Oh, okay. <laughs> they, they they found all these files. What was it,
1: Tis? They they found all these files in the final days of the German
0: Yeah, they found loads of files um of their, you know, experiments and uh and Studies and you know shit like that. The stuff they were looking for was very much a cult.
1: It was like Himmler's little pet quests.
0: Yeah, there's a lot. There's lots of Nazi quests all over the world. This is why a lot of the films Nazi
2: quests are
0: like like that. You know, the Nazis were quite weird in that sense.
2: That's that is a series on like Discovery, by the way.
0: Well, Nazi quests.
2: I'm sure it's like Nazi quests Yeah, (laughs) yeah, it sounds
0: like one. It the really nazis does. were quite far reaching weren't they yeah because really they'd put in a lot of dictators in different countries where they had access to
2: well they they wanted to conquer the world didn't they so
1: what the thing about atlantis beef
0: they said that atlantis was this massive
1: island and when you show when they show on the map whether how big they believed it was it was bigger than england it was like as wow. big as like france or something and it was halfway between like England and America in that space, just like this massive island in the middle of it, massive continent. Right. And when it sunk, that's where the Aryans were maybe from. And they split off in all different directions and built, established themselves all over the world.
2: They are just, I mean, they're reaching, aren't they? This is just nonsense.
1: If the continent was that big, I think there would definitely be more
2: evidence of it. Yeah, I think you'd know the, about the,
1: it on the map. The size they thought it was, I was like, "Are you joking?"
2: Yeah, when when I think about Atlantis, I'm thinking of some something like the size of like Stukely,
1: like Monaco, or something. You know, yes. like a city state, something like that.
2: Yeah, or like the Vatican. Just but like this a was little... like
1: almost like this, this. It was almost like half a Greenland or something in the middle of the ocean. It was mad, anyway. The Nazis
0: were mad. Yeah, they were mad bastards. Hot take. That's why they wanted to send the Jews to Mad, Madagascar.
2: Oh my dear Cl- I'm
0: getting all the low hanging fruit mm. is that, today. Is that where we've got to. Mm. Nazi jokes it's... is. It...
1: Yeah. He does th- these. are worse puns than these are some of the worst puns I've ever heard. Oh. let i so <laughs> yeah. I bet he still can't. Th- <laughs> i saying something.
0: It is saying. I bet something. he still can't think of one on the outro. I don't. I don't think I can. I don't think I can. <laughs> Nothing that bad. <laughs> Um Yeah, so I mean that's pretty much covered the Nazi stuff. Um anything else you can remember from the Doc Bob? I think mean, that was pretty much it, wasn't it? Just talking about Ron.
1: I mean they're the, the stuff I said, I just made bullet points when I was watching it, just in case you didn't get around to it. And oh, I had some yeah. free time last night. I watched it and but I just
0: didn't make notes, I was cooking.
1: Yeah, like I literally just I was like, Oh, it's forty five minutes, I'll watch it before I go to bed, and I made those bullet points. Yeah. And that, yeah, that's that's the stuff I wrote down.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that, that I guess, I, I wonder if that is the inspiration behind having Nazis in Indiana Jones. I know they're in it before. It's got to be in it. But that's, you know, it makes sense. For this
1: film, like, because the, the first film was like earlier in the war, and then the second film was a prequel, and then this is now like the direct sequel to Raiders of the Lost Ark.
3: Hmm
1: um it's like the next year in the war or whatever and it feels like they they found out about this oh did you know the nazis looked for the holy grail there's a story in there somewhere because what do we need mad villains and an artifact cool, we've got it in one
3: here
0: yeah and in this one the, in the film the everyone apart from indiana jones is a baddie and his dad everyone turns out to yeah. be bad the person who hired him and marcus and marcus yeah Although Marcus is bad at protecting himself. He's bad at... Yeah, he got lost in his
1: own uh, museum. Do you know that? Or whatever it is, he says.
0: Terrible. So, yeah, that's that's the Nazis' link to the Grail. But, um, yeah, I've got a few other um, sort of stories about the other quests, other people that have quested for it and potential other places Mm. where it could be. Oh, cool. So have you guys heard any of the Arthurian tales of Percival or Galahad?
1: I only know... Well, I know of the Galahad stuff because of Five Minute Folklore. Um, Some of that came up, especially when I looked into Irish folklore because there's a lot of overlap. And obviously Percival was mentioned in that doc we watched last night because that's the texts that Otto Rahn was looking at right where he was pulling his information from yeah um Mm. so yeah only only loosely
0: what did you know about galahad then so what because galahad had quite a few tales right he was like a knight of the round table
1: yeah that's that's it just just the existence of it like there's i get so mixed up in all the arthurian legend tales because there's so many of them there's like the green knight and galahad and the the, oh, the Lady of the Lake and all that stuff. Um, I just know the names, really, and yeah. rough outlines of some of the stories.
0: Yeah. Mm. Cool.
1: Tiss, you might actually like it. The film that came out last year, which is a version of The Green Knight. I don't know if you watched that.
0: Yeah, with... Um, uh, Dev Patel. Yes, Dev Patel. Did you watch it? Really good, yeah. I. It's awesome think I was stoned when I watched it so I can't remember it so I should watch it again
1: that is the right state to watch it in because it's fucking bonkers it's really weird and like fantastical yeah
0: <laughs> in the moment but then I just forget it but recently I've been enjoying films and actually remembering them so maybe I'll watch it again yeah um, yeah that's a good I love that film yeah have you Have you guys seen Everything Everywhere all at once have we spoke about this before
1: yeah I saw it at the pre-screening uh,
0: before it came out Ooh. No. I saw it everywhere, all at once, mate. You've not seen it yet, Beef? No. I was going to suggest it to you, Tiss, and then I kept forgetting. Did you like it? It's probably the best film I've ever seen.
1: When I watched it, I was like, Tiss would love that, and then I kept forgetting to sell it to you. And yeah. then by now, I was like, he has to have heard of it by now, so I didn't mention it,
0: but yeah. Yeah, every, everyone was mentioning it to me. And um, yeah. yeah, come on Amazon. And I've watched it about three times, because it takes that many times to really like understand... It because it is so, you know, involved.
2: But yeah, really good. Really love it. Mm-hmm. Cool. Oh, okay. I've I've. Um, where can I watch it? Amazon, Amazon
1: Prime.
0: Yeah, it's an Amazon Prime exclusive at the minute.
2: Okay. Oh, sweet.
1: It's uh, it's really good. It's actually got in it. That's why we brought it up last time. It's the kid who played Short Round. Is in it. Really. He's like one of the leads. It's him. And Michelle Yeoh's in it, and Jamie Lee Curtis is in it, Jamie and it's about multiversal stuff and um, positivity in connections between people in a random universe and stuff. It's really, it's a good film.
0: Yeah, it's really cool. Okay. Really, awesome. really crazy.
1: Wow! And it has some of the most crazy visuals you'll see in a film. And it it's amazing how small a budget they made a film that feels this impressive on. It's it's really
2: cool. Really, yeah. We've got a couple of things to watch now. Gonna be yeah. busy. I'll start with the documentary because um, I'm falling asleep whilst watching things at the minute now, so I tend to get about 40 <laughs> minutes in and then I I fall asleep on the sofa.
1: Yeah, I think everything everywhere is like, it's at least two hours long.
2: Yeah. I'll, I'll watch it over a few days. Yeah, yeah watch it, it over a few long. days because it is a lot to take in. That's that's how I watch films now.
1: You can actually, it's actually told in three acts, Beef, you could watch it Ah. An act, because it's everything, everywhere, all at once. So you could watch like one act, then act two, then act three. Okay. It's
2: doable. Yeah.
1: Has natural stopping points for me.
2: Sweet. Uh,
0: So back to Percival and Galahad. So Percival's uh, story, if I don't butcher it too hard, um, Percival was this sort of unlikely... Uh, sort of son of knights and his mum tried to keep him from being a knight Uh, and he's a bit stupid actually uh, apparently he's not the sort of typical hero from a story but um, one day he went out and about and he met some knights and didn't know who they were didn't know what it was about uh, because his mum had shielded shielded him from it and then Yeah, he sort of, like, was very interested. He went back and spoke to his mum about it and she finally told him that, uh, yeah, his dad and brother had been knights and that that's why they were dead and that he was the only one that was left. And he, yeah, decided to then go and find how he could become a knight. So he left home, never to see his mum again. And he stumbled across a castle on his travels uh, he met the uh, the Fisher King. I think it's called, yeah, the Fisher King. And and this sorry, this this story is from uh, Chrétien de Troyes' story of the Grail. This is the first instance of the story uh, of the Grail. And he goes into this castle and um, is allowed to stay. And while he's at, uh, sorry, actually, I've missed a bit before before the castle, he meets someone on the road. And someone gives him some advice to never ask questions because he might look stupid. So he sort of remembers that. Uh, So when he's at the castle... That's how I live my life. When he's at the castle, there's a procession that happens in the evening. And there's a procession of a blood-soaked spear. Sorry, a white lance with blood tip. uh, A big candle. Uh, I don't know what you call the big candles with the many spouts. A candlelet or something. Candelabra that's the one candelabra, and a maiden holding <laughs> a maiden <laughs> holding uh, a grail. Mm. this procession happens, and they all look at Percival, and of course, because he has been told by uh, people on the road or someone on the road this sage advice in his head um, to not ask questions, he humbly keeps himself to himself, doesn't ask anything about it. And it sort of moves on without any further word. Ask no and questions,
2: tell no lies. Precisely. And uh, so, yeah, he's that the Grail. He wakes Don't up. Don't ask in... questions. You look
0: stupid. <laughs> <laughs> he wakes up in the morning and uh, thinks, "I'm going to ask about this." And he wakes up uh, to find the castle completely empty. And he leaves. And on his way out, he meets uh, another maiden in distress or sort of wailing next to a dead knight, a headless knight, and he goes to speak to her. And instantly she's on him like, did you not ask anything about the uh, procession? Did you not ask anything about the any of the items that you saw? And he's sort of like, no, I didn't. And uh, she was like, if you just asked something about them, then the king would still be alive or something like this. It would have healed the king's illness, uh, which sounds confusing and it, it won't really be cleared up because it is a quite a confusing story. There all are. All these stories of the, the knights of the round table and that are so confusing. That maiden turned out to be his cousin and she said, by the way, your mum's dead. Um, your mum died <laughs> when you left because she died of grief. And that unholy act of uh, leaving your mum and and causing that prevented you from asking a question about it and and getting the Holy Grail. Um, And it turned out that the person who... The the Fisher King was his cousin and the king... uh, No, sorry. Yeah, sorry, the Fisher King was his cousin and the (laughs) old king was his uncle. So it's his family. He'd, he'd kind of like yeah. Yeah, it's very fucking confusing.
2: Did you keep up with that beef? You know what this sounds like, right?
1: Is someone relaying their dream. <laughs> yeah. It's,
2: it sounds like a dream. Say, you know isn't when it? you have a dream and you're clearly what's happening in a dream is your your brain is trying on its own to to piece together yeah. how conversations work. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's just... This is
1: why I never did a full on like Arthurian legend episode of 5 minute folklore because it's, it's all the stories are so sort of like indecipherable and you know when you're like oh by the way it turns out this happens it feels like twists come out of nowhere and you're like well that's not really a and twist it's, it's not it even didn't mean a twist anything. <laughs> No, it's yeah. not even
2: a twist. It's and like, that is oh. why,
1: Tiss, that Green Knight film, you know, you're like, yeah, it's just like really weird. Like, yeah, exactly. Because they just told a straight up telling of a story that makes no fucking sense. Yeah, and this one and makes that's no why sense. being stoned probably helped your enjoyment of it.
2: It's, <laughs> or it's exactly, do you know what it feels like? It feels like I'm listening to Joel telling me about his day at school. <laughs> but, and then yeah. this happened. And then that. And then so, this hang kid on a minute. did this thing. What did
1: that story have to do with the Holy Grail?
0: So the, that was the Holy Grail. <laughs> in the what castle, was? in the procession.
1: Oh, oh, of course, the little, yes. The maiden yeah.
0: holding the grail. Right, yes. Yeah, I forgot about the grail, yeah. And and he he vowed... After that, he vowed to try and get back to the castle and he, n- he never succeeded in, in one of the stories.
1: Never he, succeeded. Another story. Because he couldn't ask any questions. He couldn't ask the directions.
0: Something like this, yeah.
2: And there was three... You said there were three things there was the candelabra as well candelabra yeah. the blood soaked
0: right. uh, lance and the grail and and the grail What would you take beef I don't think it's about taking um. I think it was literally just <laughs> asking about them It wasn't like here's your prize type
1: So were they like if you asked you could have used the grail to save I think if it life? just
0: asked about it it would have he would have realized what it was no, I don't, I importance. think I think the, the king would have it if he'd asked the king wouldn't have died of illness. That's what that's the takeaway from this and it's right. t- why
2: I don't understand Did why. Did he know that? Cuz he was told not to ask questions or he'd look stupid. By someone who this is
0: Percival stories. <laughs> <wasn't. laughs> this is Arthurian stories. This is Arthurian stories.
2: <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, this no. this isn't at you. This is this is all because, like Bob said, these things are just insane.
0: I can never follow them. I've I've not smoked weed for a very long time, so it, it you know I would have put it down to that, but it's not that. It's I'm pretty switched on, and the, the stories make no the no stories make those. Well, sense. remember when
2: I did the Greek myths? Remember when I did the Greek myths? And it's like, do you remember? And it was all crazy.
0: I am Homocles. <laughs> <laughs> um. And then, so, there's another Arthurian tale of Galahad where Percival is involved, but Galahad is the gallant knight who is charged by the round table to get the grail. Right. And he is Lancelot's son, so Galahad goes off to get the grail, uh, and... I don't think they succeed either and I think actually Galahad ends up dying in a, a cell and so, and that's yeah it's a pretty pretty boring story <laughs> <laughs> I feel like after the Percival one I'm just like I, it doesn't make any sense <laughs>
2: No, the gal had one. Is basically he tried to get the the Grail and uh, he didn't, and ended up dying in a cell. Yeah,
1: I guarantee, in the middle of that story, there's some really like, you know, irrelevant things that also happen. Yeah, that have no bearing
2: on the
0: final. But now yeah. I'm and now I'm tentative about mentioning any of it because it really makes no sense. It's a waste of my time and yours. We'll just, we'll just. I think his
1: storytelling was just differently back then. We yeah. we um we crave cohesion now. Yeah. yeah exactly
2: it's like reading a book but the middle of the book is like the pages are stuck together so you just go from like the beginning to the end and you're like, oh hang on a minute well i'm not really quite sure what happened there but
1: <laughs> i think i think i got the gist of it
2: yeah it's like, oh. <laughs> it's like once upon a time galahad set off to get the grail but he didn't and he died in a cell oh. I, sh- I shit you not
0: i i was listening to the story of galahad and I had to rewind it about six times because it made no fucking sense. It just did not go in.
2: No, it's not. It's not you. Like I say, it's made not you. No sense every time I'd listen back,
0: it was like I'd missed something. It was like like I'd I'd got like like I just did. And you're just like, okay, sorry. Where did we, how did we get to that bit? And you'd rewind, and it would, and you'd listen again, and you just couldn't believe there was no link between the two things. <laughs>
1: So can I ask? You know, when you asked at the beginning of this if we knew about the stories of Pastor McGalahad, Galahad, and I said, <laughs> "Oh, kind of," and you're like, "What do you know? Were you hoping that I just knew the story?"
0: Well, it could have maybe shed some light on what I'd listened to because I fucking listened to like something which was a historian about it, and it was just nothing—absolute no meat at all. It was like biting into a sausage roll and having air and pastry. What's the point?
1: <laughs> well, what is the point, indeed? Yeah,
2: yeah. I love that. Like deep, secretly inside his heart, I really hope that you've heard these stories and can recount them because yeah. I can't be bothered. Did you do this one
1: on five minute? Please say you did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did. I did the Irish ones instead. I did like Caradwen, and they're they're way better. They actually have like a plot. <laughs> I like the idea of the Arthurian legend, but whenever I look into any of the stories, they're a bit incomprehensible
0: yeah well yeah I mean
1: evi- Queen, Queen Mab Queen Maeve that's a good one that's all Irish though they've got lots
0: of great names Irish is just
1: better storytellers I think they're just better storytellers than English well yeah still
0: yeah big time Um so that's the Arthurian stuff it's very confusing and makes no fucking sense just like any of the old old timey stories really old timey yeah mm. ye, ye old. Mm. ye old stories. Um. Yeah. So that that's kind of like the. St- well, so the Arthurian stories aren't as old as the Bible, are
1: they? Otherwise, they wouldn't be searching for biblical things. So why aren't is it they the like stories medieval?
0: Aren't
1: the why are the stories of the Bible better than the ones that came after it? Well,
0: there's debates that King Arthur even existed.
1: Yeah, I don't think he. I think he's fictional.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure he is. It doesn't make any sense, and real life usually makes more sense than that shit.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's them stories are full of like giants and and witches and ghosts and stuff. I don't I don't think I think they're just fables.
0: Yeah, you could read between the lines with certain of it if it made sense. Hmm. Yeah, but.
1: you could like it's like um yeah you know, we talked about with David and Goliath. He might have just been like a really big bloke yeah. described as a giant. But when they're also surrounded by like ghosts and witches and talking animals and stuff, it's like well,
2: yeah, yeah, it's a bit a bit harder to to grasp, isn't it? It's a good question. I guess I. Um it's different literature isn't it
1: it's the the thing is they they're, they're poems they're epic poems, a lot of them round table yeah, ones
2: it's It's poems, it's legends and fables
1: and epic poems in their nature are flowery and metaphorical, and then if you're not in touch with the language of the era, trying to decipher a metaphor that's like hundreds of years old, you don't even get the context and what it's being a metaphor for anymore it's mm. um, a different use of 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 purple language.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that's the Arthurian uh, edge to it. Uh, <laughs> uh, I've got two more different sort of uh, theories about where it could be. Uh, one of them oh. takes us to Glastonbury.
1: Oh, next Weird Tales trip, we're going to go looking for the Holy Grail, boys.
0: Yeah. Wow.
2: Very close. Has been in Glasto all the time?
0: Yeah. So there's there's belief that... I mean, do you know about Glastonbury Tour? Yeah, the tour being um, the the potentially sort of the, the gateway thing. to the underworld. That's what people. Yeah, apparently some people say
1: it's a tour like a mountain.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because
1: I've been to Mam Tor. That's not far from here.
2: Yeah, Glastonbury Tor is is yeah. It's like a it's just a big hill basically. Big hill, basically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. a big hill.
0: And at one point, it was an island. Because it would have been, everything else would have been underwater. So it was a, it was a mythical island at one point.
2: Hmm. Hang on, hang on. Rachel's correcting me because it's history. Oh, here we go. What? There's a, There's a church at the top. I said castle. It's basically the same thing. <laughs> no, it's a church.
3: It church. It's
2: St. Michael's church.
0: St. Michael's something. It's the first church. The first ever church. Whatever. ever? Yeah.
1: No. It's Michael Evis. The first church in England. First no, church that's in the, England, that's yeah. The,
3: is it really legend? Yeah. I don't know how true I don't know how true that yeah. is. Well, is
2: it really the first church in England? If I could Apparently. Rachel says she you wouldn't she doesn't know how you would validate that, but it's supposed to be the first church in England. No, it is.
0: I said it's a castle. No, it is the first church. I uh I was gonna get onto that. It, it was it's a potentially castle, the first church. There's a lot of reason Rachel to believe a castle. it could be uh the first <laughs> it's church. Castle, it's the first church. Because of the pagan the pagan sway in Glastonbury, um the Christians opened a church in Glastonbury first because that was, you know, battleground. It was to right. and Joseph of Aramafea uh travelled to Glastonbury. Did he? With the grail. Well, this is the link. Yes, he did. Well. Wow. Yes he did, Beef. Yes, wow. he fucking did. Uh, and so there's a story that goes that Joseph of Arafaya, <laughs> uh was in Glastonbury and he threw his staff at the festival, at, uh, stamped, his fla- st- <laughs> stamped his staff at the ground and it turned into a tree. Right. Ooh. And the tree wasn't a UK tree, it was a Middle East tree, which...
1: <laughs> Not a UK tree? It was wasn't... it a burning bush?
0: It wasn't a burning bush. It was a... Non burning tree. If you get a
2: burning bush, you need to go see the doctor. Palm tree. Yeah.
1: Like <laughs> that woman who was on uh, Britain's Got Talent. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was one
2: of those avocado
0: trees. Um, Britain, like that it woman wasn't from Britain's, Britain's a Got Talent.
1: It wasn't Britain's Got Talent. <laughs> what was it on when she set a <laughs> on fire? <laughs>
0: I'm lost. What are you talking about?
1: <laughs> talking about Bernie Bush, that woman that beef talked about on weird news. Sounds, oh god, um...
0: the uh, muff on fire. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> that was the what worst. What was it on then if
1: it wasn't brilliant? That was the talent. worst weird
0: story ever.
1: Oh, first man. episode.
0: First ever, first, first <laughs> weird story.
1: First, First weird news ever. What was it on? If it, it wasn't he's was talent. What was it on? Pop Idol. Pop Idol. Um,
2: hang on, he's actually said Sorry, I'm laughing because Tiss t- said the word muff. <laughs> <laughs> I swear that was
0: rebating what it said though. Women no, sets was... <laughs> set vagina on fire. fire. I shouldn't be
2: <laughs> googling this, but women sets muff on fire. <laughs> it, it was a dance competition Wait
1: <laughs> I thought it was Britain All this time I thought it was Britain's Got
2: Talent <laughs> no, it, She does, I've just seen the video again It's <laughs> horrible I hope you're on in incognito mode Searching for that Like that makes no, a difference it's too late now It doesn't even say it just, says it, it just said it was a Oh, it was a fire dancing contest In Jamaica wow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I totally forgot it was in no, Jamaica. No smoke without fire, wow. eh? Excellent. Excellent. I think you used that one on the... <laughs> Did I really? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> 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 uh, at least I'm consistent. Um, yeah, so Glastonbury tour. Sorry,
2: so Glastonbury tour
0: Was the first... Glastonbury was the site of the first church. First ever church. This was uh, Joseph of Aramafea. This was his doing, um, because he brought the word of Christ over Uh, because he's a rich aristocrat, he travelled around. And, yeah, the tree is still there in Glastonbury, this Middle Eastern tree that gives rise to the rumours. And, yeah, there's a belief that he buried the grail because he was carrying it um, under the tor and that it holds a sacred sort of uh, energy there. Mm. When they found it, they'd have found it, wouldn't they? But there's there's rumours that... Monks found the bones of Arthur, King Arthur, and his uh, inscripted cross at, in Glastonbury as well. But um, when Henry VIII destroyed uh, that church and the monument, it's believed that they were desecrated and taken and, you know, destroyed.
1: I just looked up, because like, we, we literally just said, like, I don't think King Arthur was real, and then he said that they found his bones... So I've just searched, was King Arthur real? And guess what? Historians cannot confirm that King Arthur was real, whether he was real or not. Yeah. Mm. Some speculate that he was a real warrior who led British armies against Saxon invaders in the 6th century, but some think he's just a legend. Wow. Inconclusive. (laughs) He's a bloody legend, Mm. mate. Beef, can you just ask Rachel if she thinks he's real, as a historian on hand?
3: Rachel,
2: was King Arthur real? The way he says it. Um There's I'm enough like written accounts that there was a, probably a king called Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mummy. So, Mummy.
0: You know, was he real? What's Stop.
1: legend
3: and what's true. <laughs>
2: oh, God. Mummy. Mummy. Rachel. So there's evidence that there was a king called Arthur. Yeah. But the same not necessarily king who Arthur we Arthur. think as King Arthur. There's... Mi- it's so long ago that myths and legends and real history are all okay. intertwined. It's probably both,
1: that? isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it's probably both. It's like yeah, there was there are stories about a King Arthur. There's there was also a
0: King Arthur who led armies. It's quite a common name. Confirmation that it was in fact ages
2: ago. Yeah, but Rachel Ra- Ra- Ra said it was such a long time ago that the myth and legend and truth all gets merged, and it's hard to actually decipher. Oh, I it was it was ages.
0: It was ages ago,
2: like. Do you know what I mean? Like flipping ages ago. It's a
1: bit like St. George and the Dragon, isn't it?
2: Literally, like... I think so.
0: Yeah. Mummy. Stuff that happened five years ago gets blurred. Do you know what I mean? It does. Forget hundreds of years. Um, so, yeah. So, so potentially, Glastonbury uh, in on two sort of uh, different... And it's giving positive energy there. uh f- I mean, positive's is a bit of a wishy wishy washy terms. I think. I think that's why there's so many good vibes there. Energy is energy, isn't it? Positive. It's not positive energy. It's it's intense ley lines.
1: Whoa, Tis. I feel like you're going back on your back on your word here because I remember you talking about positive energies on the pod before.
0: What specifically about Glastonbury? Po- positive energy. No, not about- Is is quite a loose term, isn't it? I mean, positivity. Yeah. Yeah, is a human very, concept it's very loose term it's positive energy I can, I can put positive energy out I I think energy is energy right
1: yes I just feel I'm just thinking like is this why there's so many like groovy vibes man at Glastonbury uh,
0: well is there groovy vibes at Glastonbury there's a lot of there's a lot of oddballs in Glastonbury <laughs> is that what you were talking about
1: I think it's the drugs
2: yeah when you drive through, so the the festival we used to go to near Glastonbury near Glasgow every year. Glass festival. No, it wasn't Glas. It wasn't Glass <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Could have you heard of it?
1: There's a <laughs> festival near Glastonbury. Such, such an idiot. <laughs> Do you know what? I think he's said this on the pod before, and we made the same jokes.
0: I think
2: so. I'm We're almost
1: certain. Re- regurgitating our. <laughs> of course um,
0: we did. I can't fucking help it if he sets I'm me up like that. Certain.
3: <laughs> it's
0: too easy. Right, so, it? you're at Glastonbury Festival, yeah? time, No,
2: so we would drive through Glastonbury. Oh, we had
1: a we had a listener recently message in saying how funny they find it when they said when Bob and Tiss gang up on beef and don't let him get a word in
2: edgeways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> wow. Well,
0: going against the listeners there, beef.
2: So, yeah, so basically, when you go through Glastonbury, Rachel always made the joke that it looks like. um like, you know, in Harry Potter, when <laughs> the like the witches and wizards try to dress like muggles and they can't. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And they can't dress properly because they don't understand how to dress. Like near Diagon Alley. It, that's what it looks like. It just looks like people walking and you're like, you can't. Um, I've never been there. Like, you look at people and you're like, where would you even buy clothes like that? Like I don't understand. It's those clothes, like like um, druids, like with wolves on. You know when you see people, and then like they've got the yeah. big fleeces with wolves. And you're like, I've, I've never seen that in the shop. Wow, there's not. I, you've, I wouldn't. You've
0: clearly not been to a shop in Glastonbury because there's definitely shops dedicated. <laughs> clearly, it's just <laughs> yeah, wolves exactly, t-shirts it's just and Glastonbury can buy clothes. those clothes. I mean, there's definitely some weird and wonderful people in Glasto for sure. And the oh, I'm sure they're all nice people. The, the mythology, the pagan mythology, is what draws them to it. The Celtic pagan mythology and ley lines and that sort of stuff.
2: But has anyone actually looked Tiss? Has anyone looked for the Grail at Glastonbury then? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Right, properly? Or have they done like a bloke look? They've
0: never found it. Are
2: they just sort of like go, No, I don't think it's here. No, I think they have had a look. They've had a good old Where
0: would you start?
1: If it's just buried any like what are you gonna do, dig up a whole mountain?
2: Yeah?
0: How
1: far down
2: do you go? As far as you need. Six foot.
1: It's not made of metal, is it? You're not going to get your metal detector. Yeah,
2: uh, they're not going to. How far are they going to be able to bury it? They're not. Well, Two thousand years ago. Mm. Yeah, give or take. <laughs> Surely you just you just um just follow the positive vibes, the positive energy, and you'll, you'll find it. Well, maybe we should go looking for it. You're not allowed to dig at Glastonbury, Rachel. There you go. It's a grade one listed site. It's a grade one listed site. Oh, that's the perfect setup, isn't it? So now you can't. You can't do it because it's protected. There you go. That's it. That's where it's buried.
0: Yeah, possibly. But Tiz, you've got one more theory for us, right? Go on. Yeah, so that's that's Glastonbury out of the way. Um, And (laughs) the other one is potentially uh, Scotland. There's...
1: Ah, well, um, that Otto Rahn, he looked in Scotland as well. Yeah,
0: there's Kill Winning Abbey. Did he find it? No. And there's Roslyn Chapel. Both uh, very heavily to do with the Templars. The Templars, uh, when they were persecuted in 1307, um, they left France and uh, apparently fled to potentially Scotland and... Yeah, the Knights Templar are supposedly rumoured to have had access to the Holy Grail and lots of other uh, holy relics and artefacts. And But the uh, Roslyn Chapel has been, um, what do you call it, infrared scanned, or um, maybe it's not infrared, but it's, it's a scan where they've scanned the pillars of the actual chapel oh. because there was a lot of belief that there was stuff hidden in the chapel. So that one's a no-go, but could have it could have been there at some point in history, the same as Kill Winning Abbey. Uh, there's potential that it could be buried there.
2: Could they not use infrared at Glastonbury?
0: Uh, I think it's grade one listed infrared sites, so you can't, can't use that sort of stuff.
2: So you, yeah, it's grade one listed against the infrared. You can't even infrared it. You can't
0: even fucking do anything, mate. You can light incense, <laughs> that's about it. You can smudge for for spirits. Yeah, okay. I was
1: smudging yesterday.
0: What's smudging? I was doing
1: a voodoo ritual yesterday. it?
0: Oh, right, yeah. Glastonbury is wonderful, though. You can get... Um, there's a spring in Glastonbury which runs red, and they think it's... That's why they... The blood of Christ? They think it's the blood of Christ. It's actually the red oxide. Uh, the um, the iron. Or is it? Yeah, it's
2: like... The iron reacting. It? Yeah, it's just the iron
0: in the water, yeah. yeah. Is it? Wow, that's what they say, isn't it? Is it... Red red wine. Well. 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 Well it is a well. Well. <laughs> it is a, it's a red red <laughs> wine. It is a well.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well. Mm. Oh, punny. Very punny today, aren't they? So
3: they've,
2: they've So they hang on a minute. So they've infrared the chapel. Yeah. And and it's not there? No. So they cr- crossed cross that off the list.
0: But who did who who did the survey? Was it a, was it a, a four o'clock on a Friday sort of job? Do you know what I mean? How thorough were they?
1: Yeah, that's so what I'm saying. What do you mean the infrared in a chapel? How? Well, maybe it was deep in the ground. How far can you infrared something? I
0: don't know. I keep saying infrared, but actually, I don't know what uh, technology it is to to do that.
1: I don't think it's infrared. I
0: don't think it's infrared.
1: Isn't that when you walk into a nightclub and your t-shirt glows up or something? That's, that's UV. Oh, that's
2: ultraviolet. Yeah, that's that's UV. <laughs> <laughs> yes isn't um isn't infrared like lasers you know you know when we used to get people writing to us telling us how like stupid we were and
1: yeah oh yeah this is that
2: and then we had that guy on facebook he's coming back after this episode infrared's how you turn your tv
0: on that's the the little beam is it them lights that you drive cats nuts with cats nuts Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, you drive cats crazy. Like the little, yeah, the like, <laughs> like what?
1: You don't drive, drive cats, cats nuts. nuts. <laughs> That's just
0: lasers. You're talking just lasers now. Oh, in infrared is in uh, infrared. I don't think is uh, v- visible. It's one of the. It's on the. It's a different right. wavelength to. What
2: are them laser pens then?
0: They're just lasers. Oh. Great le- level They're grade free lasers. lasers.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you can't. Um. Right so infrared okay it's when you if you google infrared now i've seen a picture i'm like oh yeah that so it's um you can't see it but you can feel it as heat so it's like heat sense um sensitive
1: that feels like it's not good for you
2: no it doesn't you just feel oh hang like on a minute on so yeah so infrared technology is um they've started to install it in um cars now so When you're driving, it's like you know your parking camera. Mm. They fit like a front, like a like like, sorry, like a front camera, Mm. and um, infrared detects animals or children or anything as you're driving along. Anything living runs out. um, It the it breaks just slam slam on. It
1: can detect living creatures.
2: Yeah, by the heat, by the infrared, and it, it wow. if, if something tried to cross the road.
1: Oh, it's what they scan um, over Homer's house when he they think he's in the oven stewing in his own <laughs> juices.
2: Yeah, and, and there's there's our our weekly Simpsons <laughs> yeah, we reference. There we go. We got it in. Uh, yes. Okay. So there you go. It could be infrared. No, I I do I do know what infrared is now, uh, yeah. and I apologise to the listeners for being a right dodo.
1: I mean, listeners, it's late. We're we're talking out of our absolute asses tonight.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's 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 gone past ten o'clock in yeah. the evening now. We're all a bit tired. Okay, well, so they've given it a go with infrared, and it's not there. Right?
1: How would you find a cup with infrared?
2: Yeah, surely it's not going to be very hot, is it? Unless, hang on a minute, is positive energy hot?
1: Whoa, well, whoa, well, well, It's got the blood of Christ in it.
2: Yeah, no, it doesn't.
1: Hot blooded.
2: Taste it and see. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, <for goodness laughs> you still there? Sorry, I am still here, sorry
2: this is gone,
0: this episode is falling apart <laughs> It just... fell apart at the start to be fair It, it fell apart it's on the intro down a it, it fell apart when I said uh, "Yeah, uh Welcome to
2: <laughs> no, What was the aggressive it's... way you started the episode?
0: If you didn't know If you didn't know already oh, In case you didn't know In case you didn't know <laughs>
1: Just in case you didn't know.
0: <laughs> wow. Right, Tis. What else have you got for us? I feel like this is dying. It is dying. Um, just like um Jesus when he bled into the hol- Holy Grail. <laughs> Sorry, Beef. That was a low Flipping blow. Heck. That was a low blow. Um. Which I imagine the Romans did to him before they put him on the cross. But, um... (laughs) Mate, these are rough. (laughs)
1: It's so bad, isn't it? Sorry. They're they're so rough.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I feel a bit rough. I feel a bit rough. Yeah. Out of sorts. Um, Yeah, that's that's everything. Everything to do with the Grail in existence.
1: It's not in Petra and Jordan. It's not... Guy you know, guarded by a seven hundred year old knight, making you choose a cup. I don't think so. No. I'm not entirely
0: sure, but I don't think so.
1: I like that bit where he drinks the wrong cup and ages in super fast motion
0: i I love that bit, yeah, yeah.
1: last crusade is i feel like last crusade is um it's got a good start and a good
0: end but the middle's really flabby yeah the ending is amazing the middle's fucking shocking
2: like galahad's tale
0: basically the whole beginning third
1: where they're on like the quest for like the grail and stuff's really cool yeah the end the last
0: like 20 minutes fucking rules like when the guy gets his head cut off yeah yeah and uh and then he's just like uh what is it only the uh only the penitent man may pass that's it and he's just like penitent bow and he gets down on his knees yeah on your knees and then puts like a little like bit of wood in like the cogs like the the blades are running on like cogs and stuff yeah it's like so ridiculous like like when the guy gets his head cut off you can't even see the blade and then, like, from the side angle, it's just like this old sort of, like, hamster wheel fucking blade. It's like, what? Um, That's it, isn't it? It's all tricks, though.
1: You're supposed to think it's mystical. It's like that bridge at the end. You're supposed to take a leave-, leave of faith. Actually, it's just an optical illusion. Yeah. There is a bridge there. It's all to make it look more mystical than it
0: is. But then they get in the chamber and it is actually mystical. Yeah. And then the, so. the, then, it, then they pick up, like, the most expensive goblet. And it's like, yeah, come on.
1: Typical, like, Nazi decadence of, like, oh, it's got to be that one. Yeah, yeah, that's the one, the most decadent one.
0: As if... J- Jesus was well-bling, mate. <laughs> that's when Jesus, uh,
1: when Indy picks up the wooden one. He said, no, that's the cup of a carpenter. Yeah, blatantly. And he's bang on. Uh, yeah, and he is. Yeah.
0: And then Sean Connery gets his wounds uh, sort of healed.
1: It's a bit shit, though, isn't it? Because they say, like, you can't go past the seal of it. So, like, you can live forever, but you've got to stay in this one room.
0: Yeah. It's so shit. Why the fuck would you do that? I mean, that knight is literally exactly. like so bored it. out of
1: his fucking mind. He he just wants someone to take over for him, doesn't he? He's just like, yeah, I want to pass this on to someone.
0: Yeah. Because he, he didn't have um, you know much in the way of things to do. I'd have like a sort of tennis ball. I think you could throw a tennis ball at a wall for a few thousand years.
1: I'd at least bring in like a Game Boy or I'd bring in like a Switch or something. I could download some games on there.
0: Yeah, you'd have to get a Jenny. <laughs> I don't know if you'd get any 4G. Some fuel. How long is that going to last though? You'd, you'd kind of want to set up a situation where someone would airdrop stuff into you. Well, if you get a good relationship with someone who also... You've got a
1: power source. How long is your Game Boy going to last?
0: Well, solar power. Get someone to set up the solar power in exchange for, I don't know, off from the Holy Grail in return right but then give them one of the Bust fucking down. shiny ones and then see their heads turn to like old <laughs> yeah, that, people yeah,
1: that's definitely it mate that's definitely the holy grail
0: yeah 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 <laughs> this, this setup's definitely gonna work yeah 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 cool yeah that's the grail that's the grail um... <laughs> uh, but yeah anyway that's it that's, that's uh, the holy yeah, grail that's the one fucking done mate done done smashed dun, that! I enjoyed that done and done it that was. It was good fun. It was shocking. The Arthurian tales were shocking. Classic Weird Tales, isn't it? They just don't make any sense. They make no sense. Yeah. And I don't make sense. They, the combination is tantalising.
1: Listeners, if you want to knock some sense into us, you can get into contact. It's pod at com, or you can go to weirdtalesandtheunexplainable.com at the com. Contact through there. On my website, there's also links to all sorts of other guff that we talk about. There's um, social media. There's... <laughs> buying merch there's links to stuff there's ways to support us monetarily uh, all that stuff just go on we're um to find stuff there uh, that's it next time we're finishing up the indie series with everyone's favourite film in the saga the kingdom of the crystal skull and we've got Rick in because um, none of us wanted to do that one <laughs>
0: Yeah, sorry, Rick. I didn't even know it existed.
1: <laughs> I said that to Rick. Uh, Tis, <laughs> give it a go. I would actually be fascinated to what you think to it. The t- the turns it goes through is fascinating.
0: Okay. Is it Shia LaBeouf in this one?
2: Yes. I can't really remember it. I I, I really can't. Like, I, I couldn't... I'm going to watch it again. I... And I've watched I it don't... a fucking
1: lot, because my little brothers used to really like it when they were kids.
2: Hmm.
1: We had the Blu-ray of it in our house.
0: Two thousand and eight. Wow! I, so. I had it on HD DVD. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was like one of it was like right at the start when Blu rays started being more like common in the home, and it was one of the only Blu rays we had. It was Kingdom of the Christmas Skull do, do you remember the HD
0: DVD oh, wow. uh, extension for the three hundred and sixty? Yeah. The most ridiculous <laughs> fucking thing.
1: Just that alone was like the downfall for it. Like, you had to buy the extension, or if you had the PlayStation, it had a Blu ray drive built in. Yeah. Like, that pretty much made or broke the whole system. PlayStations
0: costed like probably £100 cheaper than the cheapest Blu ray, like, player.
1: Yes. That's why that's why I bought a PlayStation. Like, because what? I wanted a Blu ray player and I was like, well, that's both.
0: Yeah. A
1: Blu ray player then was 500 quid and a PS4 was 400 when it came out, which everyone was like, 400 quid? That's fucking loads. But it's like, it's got a Blu-ray player built into it. Yeah.
0: And everyone who wanted a Blu-ray player just thought, fuck it, I'll get a PlayStation. Even if they didn't play games. Yeah, exactly. Sony coined it on that.
1: Yeah. And that's what destroyed HD DVD. I,
2: I, are you serious? £500 for a Blu-ray player? That's how much
1: Blu-ray players were when they first came out, yeah.
2: Oh my word. Yeah. I've got a Night in the Museum on Blu-ray. Nice. (laughs) Like, (laughs) What a waste. What a waste of a film on Blu-ray.
1: They were expensive when they first came out as well, Blu-rays.
2: Yeah, I remember them being like twenty-five quid.
1: Yeah, they were a lot. You, I would go to. You could get a good deal if you went to like Blockbusters. You could buy like two Blu-rays for thirty quid, and I was like, "Whoa, that's fucking good." That's still like fifteen yeah. quid for a film, but.
2: Mm. But then you think videos were the same. Video videos were a lot yeah. back in the day. Um, I did have a select. I
1: had some. I had quite a lot of Blu-rays though. I still have some. Uh,
2: yeah. I've got, yeah, I've got, I, and actually, I don't know if they, I don't know where they came from, some of the Blu rays we've got. Like, we've got, um. Just Creep into the Home. Is it National Treasure? N- the wow, Nick Cage film? Oh, Nick Cage, yeah. Don't know why that, we've got that somewhere on Blu ray. We've got weird Blu ray, but then we've also got some good ones. Do you
0: remember when DVDs first come out?
2: Yeah. I remember yeah. my
0: DVD player, I got like A 100 free films, and they were all shit. They were all shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't think of one. I had I, one of one of them that was included. The only one that I remember was going overboard, which was like an Adam Sandler film before he even made the, like Adam Sandler. I don't films. know that one. Like his first ever film. Wow. Oh no. And and sorry, an Animal Farm, the animal version. You know, with the animals, the real animals. F- it was filmed with real animals. The animated one. No, no. Do you mean Babe? No, no. I didn't. I only know the animated one. Animal Farm, yeah, no. Animal Farm's got a real animals version. Flippin' heck!
2: No, oh.
1: mm. yeah,
0: and I had it on DVD. Yeah, we had we
1: had the mask with ours. I can't remember uh, what else, but the mask was the, the one I remember. Mask. Somebody <laughs>
0: stop me!
2: <laughs> yeah, it was smoking. Oh yeah. Uh the first the first DVD I watched was um, I remember I was I went round to my aunt and uncle's to babysit for my cousin, and um. It was uh, The Matrix
1: Oh yeah, that that was one of the first ones That was a classic
2: And my, my uncle was like My uncle was like, you are going to love this film And yeah. I remember watching it on DVD and watching him being like This is the future
1: Yeah, that was one of the first
2: DVDs That came around was The Matrix and everyone had it I am living in the future That was before they were in the plastic cases They were, yeah, in, like, they were the in a cardboard, cardboard cases I was about to say, it had, had a cardboard had to, like... sleeve yeah.
1: so, did the, so did the mask Sitting there watching the mask director's commentary <laughs>
2: Oh my director's commentary of the Mars. <laughs> Are you serious? No, I don't think
1: I ever watched that. I've yeah. watched some very questionable director's commentaries in my time, though. Just like, oh, just whack because like this is the days before podcasts. I like listening to people talk about stuff in the background. Yeah. So yeah, I used yeah. to whack on i di- I've watched like director's commentary of like American Pie. <laughs> oh
0: my gosh! <laughs> Jesus Christ!
2: <laughs> oh, I do you know what if that that's fucking shameful. I would love to listen to a director's commentary of The Mask. Now that would be amazing.
1: Yeah, I actually do. You know, there's a really good one. a Director's commentary of like Conan the Barbarian with Arnold Schwarzenegger, and he's right. just like he's pretty much just describing what's happening in the film. He's just like ha ha, now we are running. Look, we are running. Ha, ha, ha. Look, we are riding that horse now.
2: Ha, ha. Oh my words.
1: Yeah. Director's commentaries. I fucking, I used to like them. Anyway, Tis, wrap us up. We gotta go, we gotta get out of here. I wanna go to bed. I've got an early start to uh move.
0: Cool. Um, <laughs> you know where to get hold of us on the emails, Bloody blah, weird blah blah, the blah blah, uh, catch us on the website, blah 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 blah. blah. I don't know what any of Got it. That, that stuff's done. Oh, cool. Done that. Cool, done that. Where's, uh, where's your pun? Oh, the pun, sorry. Um, pun us out of here. Uh, okay. Um, until next time, until next time. I hope you gala had a good uh, time listening to this episode. Oh. You know, it's not the worst.
1: It's not the worst
2: it's, one, is no, it? No, it's really it's not. not. It's, it's sort of in the middle. It's no. the best one we've had in a long time, but we've had some doozies.
1: Yeah, for us, it's it says something about the quality of our puns
0: when that, that's somewhere in the middle. That's fucking horrible, isn't it?
2: Yeah, mm. it's,
0: it, it depresses me on a different level. Because it's not bad, but it depresses me that that's a that's an okay one. Yeah. Yeah. So until next time, s-
2: stay stay depressed. And in our naivety, we thought at one point we would have one every episode. Yeah.
1: <laughs> right. Love you lots, everyone. Bye bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Thanks for listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See you later. Bye bye.
2: Bye bye. So, what was the hurricane like? Uh, pretty mad. Pretty mad. Was it Was it worse than the the storms we had in February?
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I was trying to remember the storms we had in February, and then I just thought, "Why am I trying to remember? I know it was worse than that. <laughs> the worst storm I've ever been in my life." Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> That's pretty nuts. Yeah,
1: it was. Um, it was pretty crazy. It was pretty crazy. We were right opposite literally just like you know a cut two cars width away from a a substation right and that got hit by lightning and lit the sky up and it was insane wow about one o'clock in the morning just like you just heard and you could just hear like um when it hit it went like the whole sky lit up because lightning just hit a power substation and then it all just went you just heard that fucking noise that you only hear in films and i was like oh shit but i was so i drank a lot the night before because i was like we're going through a hurricane i'm just gonna get pissed and um went to bed pretty tipsy yeah and then at one in the morning that sort of woke me up obviously there was like two big lightning flashes before and then and that woke me up and then i saw that lightning hit that and then um when that happened becca was like oh shit and i was just like well that's the power gone then and just sort of rolled back over and went to sleep because I was still pretty <laughs> pretty <laughs> chill. I was in like the perfect state of like tipsiness to be like, well, we knew the power was going to go out. Like everyone was shitting themselves the next morning. Like what are we going to do? We've got no power. I was like, we knew there was going to be no power. We knew at the very minimum the power was going to go out. Yeah. I was very calm about it. Like I already cooked loads of food for us the night before so we could eat, like I cooked pasta and stuff the night before because I knew that there was going to have no power. So like, we can have. I made cold pasta salad. That's food. Like I made. I was prepared. Yeah. And it just felt like everyone in there, ha- everyone in the house, acted prepared the day before. And then when it happened, everyone was like, "What do we do? What do we do?" I was like, "We we stay in the house because we got messages from the government saying don't leave the house." Mm-hmm. And we just read a book while we've got sunlight. And th- what what else can you do?
2: Yeah, well, it's not much you can do.
1: No. Like, we had food, we had
2: drink, we bought plenty of drink. It sounds like I want you in an emergency. I was pretty calm. I was happy with how calm I was. That's good. Well, what can you do? You can't change anything, I suppose. You just gotta...
1: Yeah. And I had already I had already managed to get us into a safer accommodation, because obviously I booked all the accommodation for the trip, so I managed to get us out of one accommodation into another. I managed to move stuff around and get us into a safer place before it kicked okay. off um into like more like the city rather than like we were nearer the coast. So I got us to a safer home. Oh, that's good. And then I was just like, right, everyone, everyone knuckle down because this is what's gonna happen for the next few days. And it you know, we only had we were only without power for about twenty less than twenty four hours. It was like twenty three hours. It could have
2: been way worse. Well, that's not too bad. No. As long as you're prepared. Yeah. Did you get water and stuff? Could you still
1: Yeah, yeah, we had water, but actually the taps didn't stop running. The taps were fine.
2: Huh. But we did have water just in case. Yeah, you just ride it out, I guess, don't you? Yeah. I just can't imagine it. I can't imagine that much wind and rain.
1: Yeah, the wind is is mad. And and like the house literally next door to us were flooded, but we were all right.
2: (laughs) Wow. Because a tree
1: went through their roof.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. So I woke up in the morning and looked out the window and he was like, had a big like uh, container, like almost like a big washing up bowl, but big, bigger, and was just like pouring water out of his bedroom window with that. And I was just like, oh, poor fucker. I saw uh, him dragging his mattress out into the front garden later in the day and stuff like, oh my God, the house is fucked.
2: Yeah, that doesn't sound fun.
1: And, and, and because the tree had gone down on the electrical cables, like all the cables were like wrapped in the tree and like in his fucking house like cables and
2: tree and everything just through his roof. Wow. You guys were quite lucky then.
1: Yeah, yeah. That like I say that was literally next an door <laughs> And then the, the substation was opposite us so.
2: See. I was I was praying for you guys. That's what happens.
1: Yeah, so some other fucker got my bad luck, right? <laughs> <laughs> Very Christian of you. <laughs> cuz
2: that's how cuz that's how God works. <laughs> yeah. He's give like, oh, some... "All right. Dear God, give it to some for well, God I don't know. I've... I've got to take out on someone. Though. I've got too much wrath. <laughs> I'll give Bobby and Becca. Maybe he was a really bad person. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, we don't know. Maybe he was a serial killer or something. Maybe. Um, yeah. Uh, that's um. Yeah, that's nuts. I've got a friend who lives in Florida. Oh, I say friend. I just know her. An acquaintance. And um, she. No, she's she's got a, like a picture of her pool and the like lake or whatever outside is is just it's all just one big lake yeah now and it's come right up and she's got all these sandbags and stuff
1: yeah the roads are all flooded and stuff
2: yeah i'm surprised you managed to get a f- you managed to still get your flight and stuff
1: it was kind of mad like although the traffic was a bit mad because all the power was gone so there was no like traffic lights and stuff right so until the power came back it was all just a bit mad It's just a bit mad. I just stayed in and read a book and drank loads of beer and I was fine. (laughs) Yeah. I bought loads of beer and I cooked loads of food in preparation and I had a 500 page book to read so I was just like cool I'm sorted. Wait for the whole thing to blow over.
2: Oh, literally (laughs) blow over yeah. (laughs) It looks like because I was tracking it um, on my weather app like I was just watching it and it was giving me live updates and showing me how it was going to move and it looked it looked like um, it looked like it kind of split in two part way yeah. through, and that you guys got like the tail end, and it sort of went further north.
1: We kind of got it in two waves. Actually, we got we, we were kind of like that that split sort of went over. So we had a really stormy day the day before, and then the real storm hit on that second wave. Um, but by the time it got to us, actually, like when it was like nowhere near as bad as they thought it was going to be. Like the the coast got hit really bad, but actually by the time it got to where we were, again, because I said I moved our accommodation, it wasn't it really died down. Even like not as bad as they said. They still said it was one of the worst storms for hundred years. It was still pretty crazy. Yeah. But I thought like yeah, the yeah. roof was going to cave in and stuff, and um, we were relatively unscathed. That's awesome. And the next day, like as soon as it went over, the next day was bright sunshine. It was really weird. Wow. It was just like bright sunshine we went back to Disneyland.
2: That's that's crazy how quickly Disney opened as well. Yes.
1: Yeah, it closed for two days, I think.
2: Got to get that money in. It's just insane. They would have had people working basically through that. Yes. Keeping and it.
1: Th- well, the parks opened late as well. It was like they normally all open 8 o'clock, but it opened at 10. But there's four parks in there. So one opened at 10, one opened at 11, one opened at 12, one opened at 1. So they had like a staggered opening.
0: Lazy bastards. They should have been working through no. the night with floodlights.
1: I think they were, <laughs>
0: as well. They should have been working harder through the night with floodlights.
1: The mouse ain't going to give them any time off.
0: That's just insane. <laughs> yeah. right. Are we re- Chairman Mouse. Are we ready? Yeah. I'm ready.
1: Right, okay, let's get some silence. I've been recording for half an hour already.
0: I've <laughs> probably just
2: delete <to> it. At- <laughs> yeah, me too.
0: uh at least i'm consistent